0: Welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. We're your co-hosts, Lindsay and as well. We're so glad that you guys decided to come back here and give us another listen. You guys have really been enjoying the latest podcast that we put up with our guest i'm so excited about i hope that you took a lot of information from that episode and it was really useful for you and so i'm really excited that the reviews of the podcast and what you guys have been saying have been so good so i'm really excited about that and i thought that we could have another guest on this week and give you guys a little bit more inspiration and talk a little bit about um talk a little bit about home design and blogs. And my guest is Aaliyah Arnold. She is the creator of the Open Doors, Open Hearts blog. She is also my cousin-in-law and I am so excited for her to be on the podcast today. And so I kinda just wanna start off with basic question, Aaliyah. What was the inspiration for this blog? Because I know that this isn't something that you've always done because you're actually a nurse you know, in real life, what you do day to day. (laughs) So this is, you know, definitely a little bit different from nursing, but still really exciting. So kind of what got you started with this? Yeah, so yes,
1: I am a nurse. Um, I work part time, I feel like for all intents and purposes, I'm a stay at home mom, because I only work at the hospital one day a week now. But because of that, because I'm only going to work one day a week, and I'm staying home with the girls, I just I kept feeling like I wasn't living my life to the full potential that God had called me to. Not that being a mom isn't enough not that being a mom isn't amazing because by far it is one of the my favorite hats that I wear but I believe that I can be a great mom and I can raise my children well and I can serve people outside of my home so I think that I can serve my home I can serve the people in my home, but I also think that I was created to serve people beyond the four you know, walls that we live in.
0: I love that, and it fits perfectly with the message here on the Potentially podcast. You even used the perfect phrasing, so this is just working out absolutely great for the podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I think that a lot of people feel that nowadays, and they're trying to struggle with, you know, they, they love being a mom, they love their job, they want to do more, and, you know, The great thing about social media is that it has allowed us to start these kind of businesses from home that are not a high barrier to entry because you don't have to put a lot of money into it up front and it's something that you can really be creative with and so I think that's what I really like from your blog and from your Instagram is that you're putting out these really creative posts and you have bigger messages behind them. And so kind of when you were starting this, was that, was that part of it? Did you want a creative outlet, something, because obviously nursing isn't a creative outlet, really? I mean, (laughs) at least I don't think so. It's definitely a (laughs) science. (laughs) Yeah. So was that kind of part of it? You wanted something that you could be a little creative with? Yeah, I did. I
1: wanted to be able to express myself in another way. I felt like, you know, I was constantly expressing myself by doing the dishes and cleaning the living room and picking up the flashcards our ABC puzzles. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't actually expressing myself is what I'm trying to say here, guys. Like I wasn't doing anything. I was just, you know, I mean, not that I wasn't doing anything, but I was, My life was 100% consumed by my girls. Like, I was no longer Aaliyah. I was Adeline and Joanna's mother. Like, I barely was Justin's wife. (laughs) I really, I just, I really lost myself. I really lost who I was. I lost what I enjoyed and what brought me, what brought me peace and what brought me satisfaction in life so I just I just needed I needed something I needed something that I could do that I could create with my hands with my with my imagination that was going to help me get back in touch with Aaliyah as Aaliyah not Aaliyah as all of the 150 different hats that I wear.
0: And so when you started it, was the intention for it to always be a blog or did you think that maybe you would be able to design, you know, for somebody's house or decorate for somebody's house or whatever? Like kind of how did that start?
1: Yeah, so it's been a process really.
0: This whole thing launched in
1: February of this year. So February of 2020, but it's been in the works for, you know, back, Around in the fall of 2018 is when I started thinking about this and I started researching, you know, what this would look like. And I knew back before the fall of 2018, I knew there was something. Inside of me, there was something that needed out, you know, like I was, I just kept wrestling with stuff and I couldn't, couldn't figure out what was going on. And then slowly, but surely, I feel like the Lord just kind of revealed different things to me and different prayers were answered in different ways. And it just became evident that this was at least the next step, right? Like I can't see 15 steps from today, but I can see the next step. So I just took the next step. I I saw the step, so I took it. And then one step led to another, led to another. And um, I was checking out books at the library about blogging. I was learning about, you know, checking out design books, checking out photography books, doing a lot of my own research online on Google or YouTube or listening to a podcast. Um, I did a bunch of stuff in my garage. I just started doing projects. Like I I had no intention of sharing them with anybody at that time. I just started doing stuff I needed to learn. And I feel like one of the best teachers is experience. So I just started doing it. After a while, I started sharing some of those things with some of those closest to me. Like we talked about before this, like dreams are really kind of um, something that you, I kind of really hold back. And I don't just share with everybody because some people, some people just aren't very nice about dreams and they can really cut you down. And, and with a dream so little and a dream so immature to to like, just say it out to everybody in the world before I was even confident about my dream, it was not safe to me. I just saw it as not safe. So I just, I had, you know, a handful of people that I started sharing stuff with and received a lot of really good feedback and encouragement from, and, not all of it was good. You know, my, my best friend kind of kicked me in the pants one day and she was just letting me in, you know, in a nice way. But she let me know like, Aaliyah, like, come on, like, let's go. Like, stop yeah. him hauling around. You have, something you're doing here. Let's do it. You know? And so, so really that's kind of what happened. I, uh, I met a girl I I had planned on maybe just doing decorating the blog. I thought would maybe just be like a portfolio to kind of show people what I can do. I met a girl uh, from Rustic Market down in Belleville, Ohio, and she she owns this little shop. It's gorgeous. It's so cute, like a modern farmhouse, boho vibe. I, I love it. It's one of my place, favorite places to go. I met her, and one thing led to another, and she decorated homes and was kind of taking me in under her wing and letting me learn the ropes, showing me what she does, how she does it, um, so on and so forth. And then that's when I launched the blog, was when that started because I was like, okay, we can do this kind of simultaneously. And then COVID 19 happened. So <laughs> no more decorating homes. Right. Just, just blog because, you know, we're quarantined to our houses. We weren't, you know, we're not allowed to do anything that's unessential. And decorating a home, you know, is unessential. So. <laughs> we had to put a pause on all of the home decorating stuff, which then gave me time to really focus on the blog and focus on that content that I'm putting out. And I really have grown. I just fell in love with the blog. I really fell in love with the content creating. I fell in love with the planning and the, the pictures, the photography, like I am really, really enjoying that. And so it just, it's kind of a uh An evolving thing right now and i'm I'm discovering the the main thing is I'm discovering what I love and I'm discovering part of who I am that I didn't know before so Part of that is because I'm doing something beyond being a mother. But the other side of that is I'm also doing things that scare me. And I'm letting it out. Like I'm showing the world. I'm not just showing the five people closest to me. I'm showing the world what I'm doing. And it's it's helping me to see like,
0: eh yeah, mm, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's really Yeah, I absolutely love that. Because I think that's so true. I think a lot of people feel that way. It's like, you don't want to let too many people into what you actually believe or what you actually want for the future because a lot of people can really tear it down and sometimes they're not doing it in an intentional way where they're trying to make you feel bad but they think they're just trying to help you because they want to be realistic right yeah, absolutely. like let's be realistic about this let's you know like do you really think you're going to be able to do that You know, and so they're not they're not doing it to be mean, but that's how it comes across. And I think a lot of dreams can die that way, because if you don't have that competitive spirit or you don't have that determination to really follow through with your dreams anyways, no matter what people say, I think a lot of people kind of just go, oh well, my friends told me that it probably wouldn't happen. So that's just kind of where it stops. And then not only do you miss out on accomplishing your dreams, but like you said, you might be missing out on figuring out what those dreams even are because you doing things that scare you have allowed you to figure out what you even like. If you hadn't even started this, maybe you wouldn't even realize that you like photography and that you're enjoying creating this content. And so it really has that domino effect where by taking that one leap of faith and by trusting yourself a little bit and having just that little bit of courage that you needed to get started, it's really opened up this whole new avenue of things that you might really enjoy in your life. (laughs) When
1: Justin and I were dating, going back to talking about the dream the dream crushing mm-hmm. when Justin and I yeah. were dating he he now my husband he is um he's an engineer so he's super super logical and super like logical okay yeah. so <laughs> so when I would talk to him about some of my dreams and I mean I have big audacious dreams. I mean, I don't have, uh, why in the world am I dreaming what I'm dreaming? You know, it's, it's madness, but I have these huge dreams and he's logical. So he's sitting here trying to like figure out how are we going to do this? She wants to do this. How are we going to do this? And we're just dating at this point, you know? So back then he really did want, you know, he's like wanting to give me all of my dreams and my wishes and all these things. He literally started being like, Aaliyah, no, Aaliyah, no. (laughs) Aaliyah. Like straight up, he just started. And I, st- I had to talk to him. One, I mean, I was bawling one day. I was like, Justin, you are a dream crusher. I have a thousand new ideas a day. It doesn't mean yeah. every single one of them is coming to fruition. So stop being afraid of my dreams and just kind of wait and see. Maybe, I mean, you know, maybe one time I said, you know, I want, you know, a 500,000 or 5,000 square foot house or something, you know, crazy. And he was like freaking out because she just said she wants this huge mansion of a home. Well, I never brought it up again. You know, like some right. some ideas, some thoughts, some dreams, they happen and then they whoop—they move on because I literally have a thousand new ideas a day. I'll lay in bed right. at night and then I'll roll over <laughs> and I'll be like, hey, honey, I was just thinking about something. And he's like, clearly. We're trying to go to bed and clearly you just thought about a new idea. Please do tell me. Last night he was like, what are you doing? We're laying in bed nearly asleep. And I like grab my phone real quick. He's like, what are you doing? We're trying to fall asleep here. I'm like, I know, but I wanted to research this real quick. I had this idea.
0: Okay. Save your idea for the morning, Aaliyah. Okay. We're trying to go to sleep. So that's just. That's really funny that you say that though. Because again, some of the ways that we're similar is I do that the same way. Like we'll be falling asleep in bed and I'll be like hey, babe, hey, babe, you wake? You wake So <laughs> Like, I, I got to talk to you about this. And he'll be like, Lindsay, I am going to sleep. I have to get up early in the morning. Can we wait until tomorrow? I'm like, no, the best thoughts I have are right when I'm falling asleep, obviously. Like, so you need to talk about it right now. And he's like, okay, go. And he's like listening to me. And he's like, okay, I'll think about it. I'll talk to you in the morning. Right. And I'm like, okay. Thanks. <laughs> That's funny.
1: That's so funny. Well, yeah. and another thing too, it made me think about, I mean, this just happened this morning. So I'm laying in bed. I'm thinking, you know, I have some pictures I need to take for the blog coming up. And so I staged it all up last night. Didn't know what the lighting was going to be like this morning, but literally I woke up, my eyes kind of, you know, started opening up around six, 15 this morning. And I just was like, ah, oh, yes, picture. And I, I rolled over to told Justin, I was like, do you want to go out? To the living room. I'm about to go out there and start working on setting up the camera and the tripod and doing all the things. Do you want to come out and drink coffee with me while I'm out there? And he's, you know, he's still half asleep and he's like, yeah, you know, I'll come out. But like, it's something that like brought me to life. I wake up in the right. morning and I'm like on it. Let's go. I'm ready to right. hit the ground running. I'm not, you know, dreading waking up in the morning. I'm excited for, you know, we're going to paint the wall. We're going to take the pictures. We're going to you know, launch the blog and, you know, all the things, like, I'm excited about it. It's it's something that has literally brought me to life, you know, right before bed and right when I wake up in the morning.
0: Right. That's how I feel about when I'm, like, thinking about what I want to do next with the podcast, all these ideas going through my head, and I'm not mad about, like, that I'm having to think about it. Like I'm excited to think yeah. about it, even if you get to this point where you're frustrated because, like, oh, I can't come up with a new idea. And you know, I call Isabel. And I'm like, Isabel, what are we gonna do for our next episode of the podcast? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know. And we're going back and forth. And you know, there's those moments of panic because everything's new and you're trying to figure out your style and you're this and you're that. But it's so exciting to want to think about those things and not be like, you know, sometimes when you go to work and you're in a job that you don't like and you're just like, oh my God, why do I have to be here? And you really it's only been like a half hour and it (laughs) feels like you've been there all day yeah so it's nice to not have those feelings when you're working on something that's actually important to you so yeah that's really really awesome so for your style on the blog for your actual like Um, interior design part of it. Do you have kind of style that you stick to? Are you still trying to find that style? Can you even like really quantify it? Is there like some words that you can give us? What is the word that defines the way
1: you like to decorate? (laughs) So uh, this is something I've struggled with for quite some time because I always felt like (laughs) I needed to have a word. I needed. I need the word to know what I like and know how. And then I was reading a design book by McQuillan Smith. It's called The Cozy Minimalist Home. And in it, she talks about, you know, your style is your style. It's not a name. You can't put your style in a box and just say, this is my style. And it really, honestly, having someone tell me that, it felt like a burden was lifted off of my chest. It felt like I was able to be a little more free in my designing and decorating and how I'm doing my home. Um, It just, it felt like it gave me this freedom, like a weight was lifted off of my shoulders to have somebody tell me, like, your design doesn't have to fit into a box. Like, your design style is your design style. It doesn't have to be somebody else. What somebody else says is a style. So that was really freeing for me. But I will say one thing. It's kind of gone, like, full circle. My husband... (laughs) He likes to be right because it doesn't (laughs) happen very often. And back when this, when I started liking decorating my home, um, he told me that he thought that my style was like a French country, but not quite French country, but like something like French country. And if you look up French country, it's like, a little bit lacy. It's a lot of white. It's a little bit lacy. can go a little shabby chic. But I was like, nah, that's not really me. I feel like I like things a little more simple. So then I, I went to Farmhouse because Chip and Joanna Gaines were a thing. I Fixer her up at the time. So I thought, oh, I'm Farmhouse because it's so simple. Like, that's it. That's me. And then as I've kind of, trans, you know, gone through this process of transforming my style kind of back to French, but not French country, I feel like I'm French Farmhouse.
0: So, all right. So you got like the mashup. Of yeah. The two yeah. T- yeah. It
1: took the two and put them together instead of just putting myself in one box. <laughs>
0: Right. No, I think, I, yeah, I think that's good. I feel like I do that just naturally when I'm picking things out for my house. I don't even know if I really have one style. I'm just kind of like, oh, I like that. I like this. I like that. And it kind of all comes together. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for this blog and everything for you, is this all just about design or is it something a little bit more? Because your Instagram handle is Open Doors, Open Hearts. What does that really mean to you?
1: I Actually, I talked about it in a post that I published maybe a month or so ago. But the the driving force behind this or one of the other driving forces behind this whole process for me, this whole journey, is that I believe that we have a whole lot more in common with those around us than we have differences. And I think that if we can open up our doors to our neighbors or to people in our community and just invite them over for a meal or invite them over for hanging out around the fire pit or you know whatever, if we just open our doors to those around us, we will realize that these people are people just like us and that we have so much to gain from being around each other, um, both ways. And so I think then it opens our hearts to those people who, you know, outwardly, they have a different political stance than you, or they have a different view on finances than you, you know, some of my closest friends are people who don't agree with me on some of those things. And people who I go to when I need help, People I go to when I'm hurt or when I need somebody to help me with the kids or, you know, something close to me, something near and dear to me. And yet, on the outward appearance, you would look at us on paper and you would go, Well, they're just so different. Well, but even though we're so different, we have found a way to focus on our similarities and realize that we have a a much and, and develop a stronger relationship and friendship even though we have differences
0: i think that's a really good message for people nowadays where it seems like you have to agree on everything to be friends i like i don't accept that premise like i don't think that that's true i think that you can agree to disagree with people have wildly different opinions, and have some of the absolute best friendships with people who are just willing to accept you for who you are and they, you know, you accept them for who they are. And that just is the way it is. And you do find that you have more similarities with people when you're willing to get past some of these ideas. And not that these ideas aren't important to you. I'm not saying that whatever your views are on politics or finances or religion aren't important. They are important. They're part of what makes you, you, but I think also getting past that and forging strong relationships with people and being able to work with people and enjoy people who aren't the exact same as you is a really important message for people. So I just, I absolutely love that. Okay. So I think, Aaliyah, to kind of close out this podcast, is what would you tell our listeners for your biggest tip when it comes to juggling being a mom, a nurse? a wife, starting a new venture. You have all of these things that you're doing and it takes so much time and so much effort. And so if you could tell some of the the new moms out there or the older moms out there who feel like they're struggling, what has been something that's been really helpful for you?
1: Well, first of all, I've been told that I'm crazy that I decided to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have kids in school yet, although right now kids aren't in school. But um, generally speaking, um, you know, my kids are obviously home with me. They're not in preschool. And then I decided to do all this as people have told me I'm a little bit, a little bit crazy. But for me, the things that we have done to make it work are, well, one, the number one thing I will say is my husband. He is my, he's my man. He's my everything. Like we aren't just romantic partners. We are friendship partners. We are, you know. Is that what's that saying? You know, you you're ride and die person? Yeah, like, like, you are you ride or die. Yeah, he's yeah. like our people. You know, we are each other's people. And he, when I say, hey, like right now, you know, I'm doing this podcast with you, and he had to go put the kids down for a nap. And that was without mommy because, I, you know, I'm doing this here with you guys right now. So, you know, the girls miss one nap time with mommy. The only way that's possible. It's if somebody else puts them down for a nap, because it's, you know, four-year-old and two-year-old not putting themselves down for a nap. Um, right. So Justin, 100%, he has taught me how to do things that I want to do, like my creative ideas. Like, I mean, as simple as putting a nail in the wall or a screw in the wall, all the way to, you know, using a circular saw, using a staple gun, using, you know, using a uh, miter saw, all the things. He has really, really helped and along with that, I will say, you know, we do things as a team in this home. So even the girls, like when I'm wiping the walls down, getting ready to paint, which is, you know, something I've been doing this week and painting the walls, they're helping me. They grab a paintbrush and they paint the wall with me. They grab a rag and they wipe the, wipe, they wipe the wall down. They helped Justin caulk the wall the other day because there was a crack in it, you know. So that's another thing that we do or another way that I can do all the things is by incorporating my children into the process. And it's really cool because then the girls say things like, mommy, it looks like a a little, a bunch of little white mountains all over the wall. Or, you know, Joanna comes out from her nap after I put one coat of paint on the wall and she says, mommy, I love it um You know things like that that are so cool, and I've actually been encouraged. I'm going to take some of these fun little cute things that they're saying and put them in a journal because it's just it's this, we're on a journey and we're doing fun things together. So that's been probably the biggest thing that we've done to try and make it all possible and squeeze as much time out of a day as we can. But then some more practical things that I can encourage, a new mom who wants to do a new venture or, or just anyone who feels like, you know, I just don't have time, I don't have time for this. One really big thing is we don't really watch TV. That's not to say we don't have TVs because we certainly do, but we are not a big TV family, unless it's football season. And then I am watching football all day on Sunday. <laughs> Kind of a problem. My husband told me last, this past fall, he's like, now I know how it feels to have, you know, those wives that think their husbands are crazy at football season. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of that person. So, other than football season on Sunday, we just don't watch a lot of TV in this house. So, that frees up a ton of time for us. Because then, you know, when you'd be hanging out watching a two hour movie, well, that's two hours to paint the wall, that's two hours to create some content. And assuming you do it maybe every day or every other day, I mean, by the time the week's over, you have between 14 to what, six extra hours a week. So that's been another thing that's super helpful. And then the other thing that we do, I just posted on it on my Instagram We have weekly check-in meetings, my husband and I. Every Sunday night or Monday morning, we'll have a check-in meeting and we'll talk about our goals for that week and then write down what we need to do each day. What are the tasks that we need to complete in order to make this goal something we can check off of our list at the end of the week? Um, And when we put that in our weekly planner. So we have a yearly meeting where we talk about all of our big goals that we want to get done this year. And the list is way too long to count. Then we have quarterly meetings. And on top of quarterly meetings, then we also have monthly check-ins and weekly check-ins on, you know, progress towards these goals or even um, about, you know, do we need to change a goal? You know one thing that we talked about right. doing was you know putting the girls in the same room by April. We talked about that back on in the beginning of January. Well, Joanna was not ready to be in the same room as her big sister until just recently, so there was no way I could get their rooms ready and get them redecorated and redesigned and all of the things because Joanna just wasn't ready for that yet so. You know, you you have these check-ins with your goals and you rework them and you move them and it just, it really keeps us on track.
0: No, I think that's a really good idea. It's like the yearly one would be, you know, your big picture items monthly a little smaller or quarterly a little smaller monthly even smaller and then obviously weekly it can be more of those like task-based items of like what do you actually need to get accomplished this week to go towards that goal so that's a really really
1: good idea yeah so after we come up with all of our yearly goals we put them into quarters like this one will accomplish in yeah. the first quarter and the
0: second quarter
1: so that it makes it less overwhelming when you don't see the whole list you know <laughs>
0: Right. And then it's not December thirty first and you're like, crap. I didn't get anything done <sighs> yeah. that I had on my list for this year. Yeah. Oh well, put it on next year's list.
1: <laughs> but for real, <laughs> and, and year's writing, resolution. Writing it
0: down. We write stuff down. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think that keeps you a little bit more accountable too. And just keeps you both on the same page. So, yeah, that's a really, really good idea. All right. Um, I hope you guys liked today's episode of Potentially. We really enjoyed having Aaliyah on the podcast today. If you want to go see some of her design and inspirational messages, you can head over to her Instagram at Open Doors Open Hearts or go to her website, opendoorsopenhearts.com. You can find her blog there. She also has a Facebook, Open Door. And, you know, go follow her, leave a comment. Let her know that you came from the podcast. And I really hope that you guys liked the podcast today. You can, if you did like the podcast today, head on over to Live Potentially and like our Instagram, leave us a comment, rate and review this podcast. And we'll see you guys a little bit later. Bye.